0: Hey, everyone, and welcome to another episode of The Point Forward. I don't know how much actual on-court talk we're going to get to today, but it was a busy week uh, in the NBA this past week. Uh, and as always, I'm joined by my co-host, PJ. PJ, what's going on, man?
1: Hi, Ultra. How you doing? Fantastic
0: recording on a sunday morning here it's the 29th of january almost in february already uh, coming up creeping up on the all-star game creep. And, creep. Uh, we'll definitely get to the all-star reserves later but we might as well might as well start this off um
1: and the hot
0: topic of the week because <sighs> lord knows how long this is gonna take to talk about uh things are looking pretty grim in chicago pj and i i don't know uh i don't know how many people you get uh you've had the chance to talk about all this uh bull stuff going on but it was it was not a great week for chicago they've dipped below 500 for the first time since the beginning of the season i believe and maybe they even start out i forget how they started but uh they're now two games below 500 they blew a big lead against the Hawks. D Wade and Jimmy come out to the media after the game, post game interviews, and essentially call out the rest of the team while yep. giving each other acknowledgement, uh, saying that, "Oh, well, I know that Jimmy and I know D Wade's given their all, but everyone else isn't essentially." And uh, yeah. uh, this spurs Ray John Rondo to post something on Instagram, calling out his vets. Not my vets. Not my vets. Hashtag not my vets. And it's just been a complete mess. Uh, Not really sure what's going to be happening from here on out, PJ. I'm just going to let you rant on this for a little bit.
1: (laughs) We're just going to go at it right now, huh? I'm just going to leave the floor open. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, yeah, the amount of cursing and probably like the hole I've ripped in the ozone just from my obscenities last five days hasn't been great um i mean i'd I'd be interested to hear like what because i haven't really looked at any national stuff i mean i know national people have been involved in it but um like what the vibe is kind of but i mean it's like in general it's just a lot of people have been saying that you know you give you you put this thing together this was kind of what a lot of people thought would end up happening uh, at least with the three alphas perspective yeah this but,
0: i think this is kind of you know things have gone pretty well all things considered with the bulls this uh, year i mean not great but not awful the
1: rondo benching part was like the start of it all
0: yeah it definitely was but it's just like it things hadn't been going that bad but whenever when they signed wade and rondo my reaction was what the hell are they doing this is Contradicts everything they've been saying that mm-hmm. they're going to do, and, uh, and then you know they've been middle of the pack Eastern Conference this season. Now things are starting to look like it's not going so well, and just morale and how they played in the game after all of this happened certainly is. Yeah. If that's an indication of how the rest of the season is going to go, that could be that could spell problems.
1: Yeah, so I guess to start with it. I mean, like, the Hawks' loss was really, really bad. And and in, as that game was happening, I could just kind of see the tailspin happening. I, you know, they're up 10, and I, it's still just like the way they were playing, they were making some careless turnovers, and it's not making some, not getting any easy buckets. And I was sitting there, I'm like, damn, I think they're going to blow this game. And they did. Um, but yeah, essentially, so yeah, as you said, Wayne Wade, Jimmy, call him out. Basically, say like we want to win. Like we're here, we're doing our job. But you know, I don't know how bad the rest of the guys here want it. They call him out. Ronda does his little post thing. Um, and what really kind of sets this whole thing, this whole bowls thing, into just a mess. So they have this team meeting. Uh, two days later. So Ronda does this thing on Thursday. The meet. Friday morning, have a team meeting. Gar Foreman, John Paxton are in there. Everyone kind of says their piece. Um, but they come out, Gar Foreman gives a statement, doesn't doesn't take any questions from the media. Um, and I think everyone say their piece. It's all good, but that game they played on Friday was an absolute joke. Uh uh, i wish my boy Fred hadn't done the whole college move of benching them like as a punishment because i think it kind of set in motion and I just uh, how jimmy especially just didn't look focused comes out before like the during their shoot around says you know oh, i like controversy and this dude is and i've kind of made jokes about it like as we've done this about how jimmy's a little fake and. He uh, he just says some ridiculous stuff, and he kind of talks the talk, but I don't think really walks it necessarily so well, and I mean, he, he says a lot of things that I think he thinks a superstar is supposed to say, uh, and he wants to, he wants everyone to know he's a superstar, he's the leader of the team, and, and put those in quotations, but uh, Dwayne Wade's running this show um, completely, and... Dwayne Wade didn't have a good game either, but yeah, Jimmy had like three points or something. I don't. Uh, I think Jimmy had three points. He's in the interview afterwards. He's smiling. And he's like, oh, "I'm gonna get my shots back. Um, you know, I'll, I'll make him next game. Don't you worry." But the fact that no one, at, to this point, seems to really give an F about anyone but themselves. Uh, it was cool to see Rondo kind of step up, defend the the younger guys, some of those dudes that are working. Uh, he's he's definitely tight with a lot of those guys. Uh, like Bobby Portis was in the D-League game for the Windy City Bulls. Rondo's there, like, sitting on the bench, hanging out. Um, so he's definitely grown close with everyone. But, um, yeah, the whole thing is just an absolute joke there. I kind of thought if this thing went real bad, I was I had made a bunch of Suicide Squad jokes with them, <laughs> calling them Suicide Squad bulls.
0: I still haven't seen that.
1: Yeah, I haven't either. But uh, essentially, you hired a couple mercenaries in here to try to you know sell more tickets, make the playoffs. I don't think necessarily really be closer to winning a championship with the move they they made, um, and it's it's blown up in your face. Uh, and, and gar foreman uh, is a big old forehead bastard he's orchestrated all this and his leadership has been nothing short of unacceptable uh and yeah they're they're a mess i i think you know we'll see it was uh, the only encouraging part was Taj Gibson's comments that he had Saturday uh about the whole thing and and kind of Fred's Fred's piece of this and um, if i'm if I'm Fred you and people have questioned his kind of leadership and all the pieces you know his role in this but and I'm biased about well, my boy Fred uh, um, no just a little you just a little for those that know me. Fred Wojcik's my favorite basketball player ever, favorite person ever. Um, so this that also part sucks, and I just though my my one challenge to that is that so in the interview Taj said that basically Fred came out and said you know I was going probably let you guys was easy on you and Fred's approach at the beginning of this has kind of been like you're professionals take care of your own. Like, work, do your thing. Like, you uh, Gave them some freedom. A lot of freedom. And they always say, I'm going to take some of that back, because you've kind of abused it, and which not is having the opposite, it
0: anymore. Which is the opposite of what Tibbs
1: did. Right, and he was hired to be the anti-Tibbs. But that was all he was... So they established him as being anti-Tibbs, but Foreman has done nothing to this point to give Fred any weight in that locker room, any backing. Jimmy calls him out last year. There's no support from the front officer, you know, on that. So Fred's been on an island. And meanwhile, he's been given a roster. The last two years has not fit his style of play. He's been working around that. And you have these veterans now who are, fighting and i mean there's there's just the the whole organization is is kind of a mess Um, i haven't really had a a steady thought on this whole little thing just a series of events but uh, being a bulls fan it's the worst case scenario it's super disappointing it's insulting how they've carried themselves to this point and and think that you know the average Bulls fan wants to just go to the United Center, cheer MVP for Jimmy, and think that's all. You know, we're we're just dumb enough to just be entertained by making the playoffs, being a six seed. Like they've lost focus on winning championships, and they're just out there selling us a marketing pitch. And it's it's so it's it's a ridiculous kind of. Place that they're at right now and i'm not really sure what they do to this point to get out of it
0: well and and i'm not sure either i think they're kind of in a tough spot um they're middle of the pack they're not going to get a super high draft pick they are a free agent destination but right now if you're free they haven't
1: been though they haven't been though I know I'm just saying that
0: they're it's not like they're a small market. They could pull some guys there. They haven't had a ton of success in the last few years, but um, either way, they're they're going to have a they're going to have to fill the the point guard void that's going to be left there after Rajam Rondo is either off the team this season or at the end of this season and I'm thinking he's going to get bought out sometime after the All-Star break or sooner. Um, but with all of this stuff that's going on and you know I'm not a A Bulls fan but I you know I talk about them a lot especially with you Pige and um, you know like you said After this all this stuff goes out in the media The first thing that happens is they get benched which you know, I don't really I it was pretty lame. I know what you I know I thought that was pretty lame too But either way like if you're gonna be a professional, I mean Jimmy you had you were like I think one of 13 shooting and him and D-Wade, they scored as many field goals together as they had turnovers in that game. They were 7 of 30 yeah. shooting. They were awful. And if those, two, if neither of those two play well, they just have no chance of even being a competitive basketball team. Because, um, And do you know what the other thing about this is that, like, why is – I understand that this is, like, these guys are the two alphas and they're going to lead the team. But, but there's like, three alphas. Whatever. Well, yeah, I mean, <laughs> Ray John may think he's an alpha, but he sucks at basketball. Um, but, to- I mean, Taj Gibson has been really good for the Bulls all year, and he's also he's a veteran man. on that team. Like, why can't – He's a pro. Why isn't that dude getting mentioned in all of this, and he's just like – he quietly does – does know, his he job. He gets interviewed for the athletic and just kind of cools everything down. Like, if you're a Bulls fan, you're loving Taj Gibson right now, right?
1: Oh, I mean, I, Taj is like – the best he's uh always a pro it's the definition of a pro uh keeps things in house yeah shows respect even you know at times when he's hasn't been respected the unfortunate part is i think like he's the a really nice rock for this team but he's not a really outspoken dude like he's not the type of guy that's going to be a leader and stuff but yeah he's he battles he's um one of my favorite bulls of all time, for sure, uh, and and just he brings it every night, and he tries, um, and it's it sucks that he's gonna be a part of this. I, I the worst part is like they were they're gonna trade him probably. They're gonna try to move him, I think, because his contract's up after this year. Yeah. I don't see him coming back. It's um, it's yeah. He's um, he's the best. He's looked good. He's come out of this. Um, I wish he could be more of a, a leader, but that's just never been his style. Uh, but yeah, he's uh, he res- he's respectful of everyone and, and does his work. And you know, you can say Rondo is is going back to the Rondo piece too. Rondo s- showed up though in that Heat game. Like Rondo played really well. May have been Rondo's best game. It might have been Jimmy and Dwayne Wade's worst games. Uh, so, you you stir up all that drama, you don't actually call anyone out, people ask you if you're talking about them in those comments, and you don't say anything, um, and I I just don't get the motive, I mean, I I get being frustrated by that loss, it was the Bulls' worst loss of the year, um, until the Miami game, of course, and then Jimmy even, Fred calls it the worst loss of the year, and Jimmy has the particular fortitude whatever he has he's the balls to freaking come out and then go oh that wasn't our worst loss of the year like seriously dude you can't just f- agree with your coach's comment for one one time after everything like and the way you played, like that's your worst game of the year don't be fake as shit and tell me it's not and he even said uh after the shoot around piece was like oh i didn't see rondo's instagram posts like Come on, man! Who the fuck do you think you're fooling here? Like this is stupid as shit. Yeah, um,
0: it's. Uh, he pissed no, me off. Yeah, he's been. I he has been the one that I've been most disappointed about with all this. And, I wasn't really a fan of how D-Wade kind of started all this off, but.
1: Well, yeah, and so there's a piece of this too that I don't that I don't know if it would have come out in the national side of it, but so after every game, and it's been started, it's been going on for like a month or so maybe a little bit longer. So every game before the Jimmy and Dwayne Wade talks in the media, they shower together, they're like huddled together, and they're basically going over talking points of what they're going to say to the media. And so the comments that came out on Wednesday night, the same thing. You If you listen to both interviews, it's the same points, it's the same same everything. Uh So, from that piece, and I I think Dwayne Wade's driving a lot of those thoughts. And, you know, he came out a few days even before that and was like, you know, I'm 35. I I thought this team would be kind of in a different place. I don't really know where his motivation is or, like, his intentions with some of this, too. Um, But it's been an absolute mess. But I, I, Jimmy has, like, once again just failed at at being that that superstar that actually you know carries any weight. No one, I don't give a shit if you were a U.S. Olympics, all that holly Hollywood crap he, he likes. And you know he has Antonio Brown at the game. They uh, against the Hawks. Antonio Brown. Jimmy invited him. He's sitting courtside. They blow that. But Jimmy Jimmy Butler's yakking up with Antonio Brown after that that game. You know, you blow a blow a. Ten point lead in the last two minutes. Like you don't have time for Antonio Brown. You got to get in that locker room. You got to talk to your teammates. You got to you know make his statement right then and there. That that moment could have been a positive for them. They could be like, "We're never letting this happen again." Instead, you put your teammates on blast. Um, you know, a lot of it I think was directed at Nicola and Mc Dub based on what I saw from. Some of the beat guys. That's what they think. A lot of the frustration from Jimmy and.
0: Well, they're not the only <coughs> MC ones Duck. frustrated with Miritich, based on no. what I've heard.
1: No, Miritich is but. bad, but yeah, I mean the whole thing's a mess. And and the, the really their their best way out of this is you trade Jimmy, uh, you trade him to Boston, you get a lottery pick. Maybe you get Crowder, Jalen Brown. You get something back but for they're, him
0: they're not going to give up the Brooklyn I know pick for him but they could give up the first rounder
1: well i i think they would have to get the, the Brooklyn pick has to be in there man that's uh to get jimmy i at this point you'd have to be giving me a lot of your other pieces back and i mean boston's in the situation where you know they've built up all these assets and the current plan was to trade for a superstar I got your superstar right here, Boston, and I mean they're in a situation where they continue to sit on this stuff. Like, I don't necessarily know where where that whole th- thing kind of ends up and where they they fall in the because that plan. Then you just kind of have acquired a bunch of of stuff that you're not going to get the right value for.
0: Well, let's um, um I. Unless you have anything else you want nah. to hit on with the Bulls, but let's let's move on to the Celtics and that you know the trade rumors around Jimmy haven't really started floating too much yet. But someone that has mm-hmm. had a ton of trade rumors going on this week is Mellow. Sounds like that the Knicks are openly shopping him uh, to the Celtics and the Clippers in particular. It seems like those two and be the best. Cavs and the Cavs, but it seems like. The K Love mellow trade wouldn't happen and I don't know what else they could really work around. Um, yeah, you know, I, I mean I mean I know that they have some other options, but they involve dishing out Tristan Thompson and or J.R. Smith and a combination of other players, and I just don't I don't really see it happening. No. Although uh, Bill Simmons threw out a pretty funny trade that would essentially get all the banana boat together on the Cavs yesterday and a four teamer, which is kind of uh, would be really interesting to see, but I think it would also throw a wrench in the calves trying to make another uh, title. Title run. But either way, um, the the Celtics like if you're the if you're the Celtics, are you trying to make a run for Melo? Because like you said, they've been accumulating all these assets in hopes of making a like packaging something together and getting a star. And I know ideally you'd like to get a guy like Jimmy Butler or Paul George or Kevin Love, someone like that. But Mello's not a bad alternative. I mean, he still is a superstar, and I think he has a few more seasons that he can put you know, at least to the end of his current contract that he's going to be a really good player in the NBA. So why would you or why wouldn't you want to make this deal if you're the Celtics?
1: Because you're, you're, your window to win is uh, a lot smaller than like, – I mean, if you get Jimmy, you got a Paul George, you got someone like that. I mean, Jimmy's 28. I think Paul George is. Is he 27, 28? Is he younger than that even? Paul How George is like Paul? 26, I think. man. Is he 26? Yeah, dude, that's crazy. Um, you get one of those dudes, you've got a. a yeah, he's
0: twenty six,
1: seven. Yeah, that's crazy. You have like a six seven year window. With with them and you know I mean th- you know basically you got to get someone that's going to be able to go up against and, and take on LeBron head on if you're going to do anything in the East. I don't think mellows that guy. It does that doesn't seem like a good fit. He seem his best fit I think would be on the Cavs or like on the Clippers. But I don't get if you're the Clippers why you do that. Um. Unless, you know, you can just give up Austin Rivers and some junk. You know, I'm not looking to you know give up ma- anything of real significance for Melo because you're probably going to blow this thing up, and after this year, possibly. See,
0: man, I don't really. I mean, I don't think that this makes a ton of sense from the Clippers' standpoint because. I think they're. I mean, they have to package together essentially JJ Redick and Orge, Malt Crawford, with Austin Rivers, and then that would make sense. And why the Knicks wise. would do that?
1: Why would the Knicks do, do something? Like, you know what I mean? Like that well, just. A- I don't Austin see Austin Rivers.
0: There. Austin Rivers. I'm Come not. On. Like I'm, he's not a starter, but he's okay on a team. Like he can be a role player on a team. He can he can be on a second unit and a good scorer. You're gonna on a trade Melo
1: for a role player.
0: Well, dude, he's gonna. They're they're not gonna. He's killing their franchise and keep he, i think he's really a hindrance to kp's development at this standpoint and you have to think about it from that perspective and they might as well tank like they should play for a good for a, just being the lottery now like try to get a top 10 top 5 pick and trade mellow now as opposed to later in the season when you're going to win a few more games because he's on your team yeah i mean, I, I mean the All this talk with Melo is kind of poisoned everything that's going on with that franchise. D Rose is going to be gone. Uh, You might as well try to set it up to get KP more touches and get him more comfortable, so that he, you know, continues to develop into the superstar that everyone thinks he's going to be. But um, I think that if I'm the Celtics, I'm pulling the trigger on this deal because I agree that it does. The window is a little bit smaller with Melo as opposed to having a Paul George or someone a little younger. But here's the thing. They have Jalen Brown. And I think it's way too early to say what this guy's going to be. But, yeah, right. ha- you know, he hasn't been a superstar by any stretch of the imagination, but he's been he's shown flashes of being a solid NBA player. They're also going to have a really good chance, or at least the highest chance in the NBA to have the number one overall pick in this coming draft. And I think they can get mellow without having to give up that pick. They can give up Margaret Smart, Jay Crowder their other first rounder, you know, they can, they can, they have enough assets to get mellow without having to give up that pick. And if that's the case, they also have Brooklyn's first rounder next year too. Yeah. So then they're having, that's going to be a lottery pick again. So even if they let Mello walk after his, after his contract comes out, they still have, and assuming they re-sign Isaiah Thomas, they're going to have Isaiah Thomas and Al, Al Horford they're gonna have Jalen Brown three, two or three years in the league. They're gonna have a first round pick next you don't year. Think,
1: you don't think Jalen Brown would be a part of? A, see, like, no, Jalen Celtics- Brown
0: isn't getting shipped over to the Knicks. No, not happening. They don't need to, man. A first, like, if they gave up the Celtics first rounder, so it's gonna be like the twenty seventh pick in the draft. Or whatever, yeah, that's garbage. But it's a first rounder. If you give them that, Marcus mm. Smart and Jay Crowder, that's pretty good. That's not a bad package.
1: Carmelo. Jay Crowder
0: Jay Crowder's a 42% three-point shooter. No,
1: season. I mean, I like Jay Crowder and Marcus Smart. I mean, if you're getting both those in the pick, maybe. Yeah, maybe that's, that's pretty good. That's better than anything you're going to get from the Clippers.
0: It's better than what you're going to get from most teams. And then, you know, those are pieces that I think fit well with alongside KP, too. Like, you make it, you get those yeah. guys, you make it through the end of the season, and then you're still New York, and then you can hopefully – make the right moves in free agency and then you have yourself a decent eastern conference team
1: yeah I mean the the tricky part is that you're just the with the new CBA you're not going to be able to it's kind of like the Bulls too like that's kind of their thing of like oh maybe we can land a superstar in free agency like, I don't think that's happening anymore Boogie's not going probably Russ staying put like there's I don't like who's that next super like the only other guy would be like Paul George maybe, but yeah. he's like got a few years like there he's got trouble so uh, evidently and, and the fans in him aren't necessarily having the best of time right now. I just yeah if you didn't have to give up a ton to get Melo if you're the Celtics and you can keep most of your leverage and your your top assets for them, and like the trade you're saying if that's enough for the Knicks to just like move from them, maybe. Um, but I still, don't, I just don't see Melo, like being on the Celtics, how that gets them. Like, I still don't think that's going to beat the Cavs.
0: Dude, maybe they don't beat the Cavs, but maybe do you this think that season? makes them better
1: than the Raptors with Celtics with, let's just say you, yeah, you upgrade from Drake, Jay Crowder to Mello. You think that, Yeah. Makes, think-
0: I do, I mean, you're, you're rolling out a starting lineup. Well, I mean, I don't know if you're, I don't know you're going to be starting at the four because they'd have to trade, they'd probably have to trade Amir Johnson too, um, just to make it sense, make work, oh, contracts, yeah. Um, so I don't know who they're starting at the four, you know, crunch time, but you're still Isaiah Thomas, Avery Bradley, Mello, and Al Horford, and then someone else. I don't know who that'd be, but that's pretty good, man. That's better than what the Raptors can roll out.
1: Like, I like Lowry. Uh, I love Lowry and Tamar. Uh, I was... You know, I was listening to the, the Raptors game, and the the Raptors announcer was trying to say Kyle Lowry is the best point guard in the East. Should have been starting over Kyle, Ky, Kyrie Irving. A lot of people thought that, dude. What the fuck? What, what world are we living in? I don't know. I
0: mean, I like Kyrie a lot more than uh, Kyle Lowry, but... I like Kyle Lowry. I think he's. I, I mean, honestly, then you have John Wall too. Like, I know that like Lowry has had a better season. I love than those me Kyle guys, Lowry, probably, but... but I personally, I I think when John Wall is playing his best basketball, yeah. I'd take him over Lowry too. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, 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 th- I, thought, I
1: thought it was pretty ridiculous. Uh, that's that's a tangent. I I threw you off your thing. But go back. Well, to I was just because
0: well. <clears throat> if you're looking at just this season, Kyle Lowry just plays such a different brand of basketball than Kyrie and John Wall. It's kind of hard to compare the two or those three yeah, guys. They just are know. different players, they each do things better. I think that uh, Kyle Lowry is the best defender out of those three. Uh, you could make the argument for John Wall over him, but pure scoring and what he can do and is more proven just in the playoffs. I mean, Kyrie's the best. I'd take him over any of those guys in a final series, but. Yeah, eh, it's I not guess. the most ridiculous thing to say, but yeah, I, I mean, I, I don't know if we need to talk about the military rumors anymore. It's just uh, I thought that you'd be more pro Celtics taking him. And apparently a, a report came out on Friday, too, that the Celtics aren't interested. I just but I like, think that this I think this is going to blow up on them a little bit, because if they don't. They, they, need to not, do they don't really have any other options. And if they just keep taking first round picks, you know, those could land and turn into superstars. And you pair those guys with Al Horford and but Isaiah. You're going to have position logs. Yeah, because it's a really point guard heavy draft. And they are going to re sign Isaiah, or they'd be crazy not to. So then what do you do there? And um, You're right. It's going to be interesting what they do. But I would trade for Jimmy. Melo.
1: No, I see. And that's, that's probably more of it than anything. It's like. I feel like what the Celtics are trying to go after is more of a Jimmy, or a Paul George, or something like that. Yeah, it's, so is everyone else in the
0: league, but it's not just going to fall in your lap.
1: No, and I don't. I'm, I
0: don't think. I don't think the Bulls are going to trade Jimmy. I just don't think it's going to happen.
1: I don't think they are either, but that's what they should do. End this nonsense. I
0: don't know what to tell you, man. But uh, let's move on. Tell me, there's hope. There Keep is hope.
1: Giving, there's light at
0: the hope. end of the tunnel. Uh, it's just. Uh,
1: a blip right now. It a really a bit really long shitty dark tunnel. It is a very long shitty dark tunnel. With giant rats in it. Yep. Anyway, let's
0: uh <laughs> let's move on and talk about Anne's canter who uh <laughs> I mean, and this is truly bizarre. He gets The Dumb frustrated. Sports
1: Injury of the Year Award goes to.
0: Yeah, I mean, this is on par with uh, wh- who's the kicker from the Bucks that tore his hamstring when he's celebrating making Gramatica. Gramatica. Uh, I mean, this is on par with that. This is who broke their hand punching was it Andy
1: Pettit. Andy Pettit. Yep,
0: yep. This is right on par with those guys. He, I think he was going into a timeout, punches a chair, and breaks his uh, forearm. Yeah. He's out. uh four to eight weeks but that could easily turn into like 10 weeks i mean it's a pretty serious injury he had surgery the next day what an idiot i mean this this team needs other guys can step up and score and that is his only role on this team he's terrible offensive or defensively he doesn't really offer anything except scoring and now he's out uh and I think I mean this is just gonna be more incentive for Russ to take five more shots in a game and yeah. um
1: damn Russ is it'll cool be interesting
0: cool. to see how I mean they so the they O K C plays the Cavs today this afternoon at two thirty. I'm interested to see how that kinda plays out with no cancer.
1: Yeah, I um man, let me uh I mean first off, I if I were to make a list of guys I thought would for dumb sports injuries, I don't know. Enos be, like, right up there. Like, he's right. a pretty dumb dude, I think. Um, and I also think it's funny if you, like, think of the Thunder. Like, Steven Adams does that. Like, that chairs in pieces. Uh, <laughs> like, I wonder what, like, the Thunder – like, I haven't really gotten a chance to look in to see, like, what everyone was saying about it. I, I like, saw a little bit about Russ, but – you know, they just like what the fuck, dude? Like what are you doing, man? Like punching a chair, you fool. Um like it's such a silly silly little thing to have happen. And um yeah, it's it's gonna be one of those things that uh as far as them you know, in this little stretch here, I mean they they need him. He's he's in a bum slayer kind of role, coming off the bench for them and I uh I'm not really sure, you know, how they kind of bounce back from it. You know, I, one thing I'm kind of psyched about of it more than anything is that you get a uh, little more Sabonis exposure. I think that's like a nice thing to for him. I really like Sabonis a lot. I think he's been crushing it for them. I think he's a really nice piece of them moving forward. So, I guess you give him some more minutes. You, Jeremy Grant's played. While it stretches, I mean, I, I think they'll be able to replace him. I just don't know. Yeah, like you mentioned, you know, offensively, I don't know where those points go to. I, I think that Sabonis would be my pick as well as like, another guy's production. But it's, uh, it's so stupid. What a... <laughs> so I, like, laughed. I was like, oh, well, because of course Enos Kanter broke his hand. Or broke his... Well, first it was his wrist, and I was like, yeah, he broke his forearm. fractured his forearm, punching a chair. <sighs> I hate that guy. He's like, yeah, he's a... I... He's like, yeah, I'm trying to think of, like, the other dudes. Because there's definitely a group of, of dudes where they're just... They're good enough at basketball where... Like, you don't – like it's almost like the, the a lot of quarterbacks right now in the league where it's, like, in, in the NFL where they're just, like, talent-wise, they're good enough that you can't make the case. Like, you can't find someone better right now to than he is Cantor. Like, who would – like, for his money and stuff, though, you're like, well, I have to pay someone that. Got to be that dude. I don't – like – like, if they had let him walk, you know what I mean? Like, what were they going to replace him with? Like, he's good enough to have around, but he's not, like, a difference maker, really. Right. So, here's a question. So,
0: right now, the Thunder are 28-19. and 19. They're sixth in the West. They're probably not catching the Jazz, Clips, Rockets, etc. They're sitting just above the Grizzlies, and they actually play them this coming week. You know the eight seed is going to be a below five hundred team, so there's you know there's not really a danger of the Thunder not making the playoffs. But do you th- do you see them sliding into the 7th seed because of this injury?
1: I mean that's nah. a difference. But
0: that's a difference between
1: playing the Spurs or the Rockets, which I mean. But I, I think the Clippers down like little slide slide down is really uh, that's like the team that might be that seven seed. You think uh, the, I, the clips? Clips have not looked good since CP3 went out. Man, I, I think. I mean, they were awful. I, I think we kind of. Downp- I mean, like we, we were saying 80. last week. Yeah, man, I, I don't know. Gonna get much more. I don't see many <laughs> wins coming up for them. I don't like. I think I mean, we were talking about it last week, and we we're like, "Oh, they built themselves their cushion," but. I think that cushion's def- gonna deflate on them real, real quick here. Uh, I don't know, man. It's uh, there, there's another team. Like, I just all I want, and you know, we we're talking about trades and stuff. I want some trades to happen at this point. Like, teams need to make trades. Like, let's let's get going, NBA.
0: Here's, but dude, it sucks. I mean, I'm as on that bandwagon as anyone. I love when trades are going down and teams are being shaken up it's like really exciting for just all nba fandom in general but almost every team with the exception of three or four outside of the calves and warriors that are right there no one else like teams know where they're at and know that they're not going to be they're not going to be making a run at the finals this year or probably next year so they're you know they're playing the waiting game and it's it sucks.
1: <laughs> I mean, I, I wish that wasn't the case, but
0: it's top heavy right now.
1: Don't Nothing. wait. Just do moves. Just do it. Nike's taking over the jerseys. Just do it. Yeah.
0: So, what? How
1: do you feel about?
0: Because they announced that Nike has no plans to have the, the uh, sleeves.
1: Short, yeah, the short sleeve jerseys. Are you cool with that? I mean, I think they're kind of goofy to wear. Um, like, I think it's goofy on the court. I think from a Nike selling product perspective, it's kind of silly because I think it, like parents would be buying would be much more inclined to buy their kid a, a sleeved basketball jersey than like a tank top for them to like wear to school or something. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. Like I think from like selling jerseys and stuff, like having those sleeved ones, like the Cavs wear them a ton. Yeah, I mean, so that's that was what it.
0: I was gonna say. Is the only the only reason I'm really not a fan of it is because during the finals last year that became a thing. That those were the jerseys the Cavs wore, and I believe Game Six and Game Seven.
1: Yeah, cause they're trying to sell jerseys, man.
0: Like, why not? I just whatever. I, I'm, mean, I am interested to see what Nike's gonna do with jerseys and. You know, we also have the adding sponsors. Like little oh, yeah, we need to talk to, about that. Which, that not, sucks. We'll s- we got to save that for another pod. But, oh. yeah, I mean, once that is a little more solidified, like, here's the thing is that it could be fun. Like, if, no. if Dunkin' Donuts was the sponsor for the Celtics.
1: That'd be cooler than the dumbass GE thing they're going to have on that there. Would,
0: yeah, but that's my point is that, like, you could get cool slash ironic, funny Bulls are going to have sponsors. McDonald's on theirs.
1: Seriously? No, that's my prediction.
0: I'm not sure who the T Wolves would have on theirs. Target. Caribou coffee, maybe. Yeah, Target. Yeah,
1: you're right. It's going to
0: be Target. Target center. No, I'm a dumbass. Anyway. <laughs> um,
1: well, maybe it wouldn't be if they got the jerk. I don't know. I, that's just what i thought though target no you're right it would 100% be a target <laughs> target
0: field target center <laughs> target
1: it's, everything it's fucking
0: target anyway, <laughs> <laughs> which i guess could be worse like
1: it doesn't I, match their colors though it's better
0: than walmart though
1: the ge thing like fits the like that patch on it like it does fit in with the jersey but looks stupid as all hell i yeah. don't want that it's whack,
0: man. We you get your your jersey buying. I wonder if you're buying a jersey if you have to have those patches on it.
1: That's what I want to know. Because that's Cause I'm whack. Not, I'm not going to buy some weak ass jersey with the corporate logo. Or we got
0: to. I know, don't want, we'll, want the
1: corporations taking <laughs> over my basketball. <laughs> we'll Stay away, get, you corporations. If
0: that's the case, we'll have to get one and see how difficult it is to just cut it right off. It might not be that hard. <laughs> like
1: it's, it's gonna be sewn in there. Yeah, but you just cut the thread, and you're good. Cut the thread. Cut the thread. You're going to have a big patch in your thing then, man. Your jersey's going to have a big old missing... It goes in, like, the location
0: of it's right... Like, nothing is there anyway. It's not like there's going to be some blank spot that something would have been there.
1: There won't be green, though, or whatever. Like, there won't... the, The color... The colorless... It'll be, like, a weird spot. Or do they do the whole jersey, like a green jersey for the Celtics, and then they sew the G thing yeah. In after? Yeah, that. Are you sure? I'm 99% sure. I don't know. If someone knows how to sew or make stuff,
0: let us know. If we're right. Yeah, that's enough of a patch tangent. Once that's official, I'm sure we'll talk about it more. But let's talk about something that's a little more funny. And this just happened. Uh, I think two nights ago and this is when the Grizzlies played, the Trailblazers, the Trailblazers end up winning. Dame has a great game and Chandler Parsons decides <laughs> to tweet out um, oh man, he tweets out so the Trailblazers account just tweets out a, a quick video of dame hitting a three and Chandler parsons tweets at them good luck in the lottery yeah which right now trailblazers are slated to be like a borderline eight nine seed in the western conference so they're probably you know they may end up being in the eight seed but we'll see and uh cj mcclellan tweets back at him that we hit the lottery by not signing you which is hilarious <laughs> talk that, that talk prop to cj i mean this so this past this past free agent period it was Chandler is signed Yep, it was it was reported that before the Trailblazers signed Evan Turner, that they were trying to sign Chandler Parsons. He goes to Memphis on a ninety-four million dollar deal. And uh and the rest is history, and he has been awful this year. That's why I have a huge problem with this, is it's ridiculous. Like Chandler, you have been awful. You played in twenty games. You're not even you're averaging less than seven points a game. Like this is like, I've always been rooting for him just to be healthy and to get that version of him back, but a weird if you're dude. gonna go out when you're playing like this and go talk like this and in in, on Twitter, just, dude, just fuck off! Like this is ridiculous. What? Like do you agree?
1: I mean, and props CJ. I love CJ, CJ McCollum. I love petty bad basketball feuds.
0: Yeah, this is this is this the is stuff weak. I love. This is great,
1: though. Yeah, but they're ball- It's like the Blazers suck. Chandler Parsons sucks. Uh the fact that like, either of them are talking shit, you're just like, you you both suck. Like everyone sucks in this situation. But um I like Damien even too, like replied to like CJ saying just did like the big eye like shocked emoji face thing. To right. it was just like the ooh. <laughs> um, ooh. I thought that was pretty great, like ooh, <laughs> ooh. Oh, <laughs> don't, don't, don't Stop um, <laughs> he, uh, Yeah, it's like stupid It's all it's so lame Uh, Speaking of lame NBA things One thing we did The Wizards wearing those black the, Wearing the black oh, for the funeral God. For the Stupid ass thing Like, <laughs> So funny
0: So if you haven't heard about this The Wizards and the Celtics are officially kind of uh feuding oh, um yeah. they jay played, uh, stuck they his played a few weeks and ago and jay crowder literally poked john wall in the nose and they kind of got funniest a picture bit of a spat. what
1: are the funniest pictures it's so funny
0: and uh then they played again this past week and uh the <laughs> wizards wore all black to the game which is usually reserved to like elimination games in the playoffs and shit like this goes down but they play they do it in like the 46th regular season nba basketball game so it's pretty ridiculous. middle but
1: fucking january the only, <laughs> the
0: only reason i thought that it was okay was because they won like if you're gonna do that you <laughs>
1: they like beat their ass like they did well yeah,
0: if you do that you better win and they did so stupid
1: uh, as all hell
0: i'll give them a little credit although i do agree it was pretty fucking stupid so uh anyway let's uh let's Move on to our last topic. Let's do here, that all star,
1: that all star talk,
0: all star talk. So, Joel Embiid is not an all star. Um, yeah, I'm
1: so sad. I, I get it. I'm not happy about it though. I'm disappointed. I'm very I'm not mad. I'm disappointed. NBA. I'm I wanted the process. I want the process. Give us then, what we want. And then who would have been mad?
0: He comes back and just lights the world on fire against Houston. Which, by the oh, way, oh man, I gotta give, I gotta give him a quick shout out. I gotta get a quick quick shout out to James Harden for what he did in that game too, though, because uh, when that guy's on, he can put up stats that just no one else really can. Like second fifty ten and ten game.
1: Yeah, of man. The season. Oh, yeah. That's
0: unbelievable. He's just he's really on one this year. But anyway, yeah. I mean, Embiid was great in that game. Um, he continues to play limited minutes and just completely tearing it up when he's out there. And the Sixers are... I can't believe how much better they've gotten since he's been back. Uh, Dude, The, he, the Ben he, Simmons version of this team with him be the pick and roll that those two oh, are wrong. I was talking is, about that
1: last night, man. I was like, I just... If there's a God, I, I, want, I want Ben Simmons on the court this year. All oh, I need him I on the court. I think it's...
0: I think it's going to happen. I don't think we're going to have to wait. But I'm be uh, I, I
1: I don't have the the strength to get teased and not have that happen this year. I'm not I'm a weak person. So I'm I sorry. We that.
0: I keep bouncing around
1: here, but the, the All Star reserves for the Western Conference:
0: DeMarcus Cousins, Marcus, Soule, Draymond Green, Gordon Hayward, DeAndre Jordan, Clay Thompson, Russell Westbrook
1: should be starting.
0: Russell Westbrook should be starting. Uh, and then in the Eastern Conference, Never Paul George, forget. Kevin Love, Kyle Lowry, Paul Millsap, Isaiah Thomas, Kemba Walker, John
1: Wall—five so point guards. A lot of point guards. Not a center. No center on the East. Oh boy, I didn't really think about
0: that. Yeah, they could have. You're used the one that like... pointed
1: out. You're the one that pointed out that the uh, Giannis is starting center for the.
0: Yeah, I mean, I knew the starting lineup didn't have a center, but. Damn, no reserve center either. That's Giannis wild. is
1: the tallest guy. I'm pretty sure on that team. Yes, All Star team. Yeah, yeah.
0: There's no one else. Kevin Love. <laughs> Kevin Love. He's is a damn point. Playing a lot. Yeah,
1: they have six point guards if you count Giannis.
0: I actually feel bad because Paul Millsap and Kevin Love are gonna to have to play center a lot of this game, and they're gonna to have to guard Boogie, Mark Sol, and DeAndre Jordan for a really long time. That sucks.
1: Yeah, I mean, if you're, you know, I mean, like if. You're like, I'm like talking, I'm buttering up Marcus soul. I'm like, hey, man, just be chill. Like, take it real easy on me. Boogie's crazy as all hell. Like, he's going to go crazy, but yo, Mark, like, you're reasonable. Can you be cool? Like,
0: <laughs> yo, Mark, you're, you're Spanish. Like, why don't you just, like, have a glass of wine or two before this game? Like, yeah, just chill, chill out by the three point line. You've been working on that perimeter jump. Yeah, shot I'll get, of yeah, just,
1: just, I'll let you shoot all day, Mark. Show us your show us that mid range game. Don't come no inside, kidding. please. Yeah,
0: yeah no, that the sucks. O- the but who would you
1: have played? Who would you have got it in there for the East? Like who's like the who's like who the- should
0: have start? Who should have been starting? Who should have been a center? You mean?
1: Yeah, there isn't one.
0: I mean Embiid. <laughs> Embiid yeah, should have been in there just purely from uh, we need someone that starts at center. <laughs> like,
1: but, I mean, I yeah, but like. I don't know. Yeah, I don't, I mean, it's cool that, like, Kemba got in. I, I think that was, like, my favorite one that Kemba got in. Um, well, I'm,
0: I, he deserved it. He's been.
1: Dude, well, you see, like, all of the, like, really the good. Hornets, like, so, like, they were, like, waiting with him. Like, wait, like they got announced. Like, they were, like, partying. Like, oh, really? But they all got picked. Yeah, I thought it was cool as hell. Like, they were, like, all of them genuinely just, like, stoked that he made it.
0: Well, I, the Hornets deserve a lot of credit because their team, like, They are gonna be a playoff team in the Eastern Conference for the foreseeable future, Um, and it's because they're really well coached and they mesh really well as a team. They just like Kemba is the closest thing they have to a superstar, and Lord knows if they'll ever get anyone much better than that. And uh, but I'm I'm glad he deserved to make it. I'm glad he made it.
1: Kind of don't like that John Wall made it just because I'm mad at the Wizards.
0: He's been good, man. He's been I know really he good. is.
1: He deserves to make it, but man, why aren't the Wizards better? They've,
0: they've been, been playing, playing really well. They've been playing really well. I Let's... know they've
1: been playing well. I, they should have started that way, though. Damn it!
0: I think we're all right. We may or may not have. We may or may not have a bit of a financial, financial interest, interest financial in interest. the Wizards, but yes, um, they've been okay, and they're fifth in the East. They could be fourth if they win a few games here. Uh, that's not bad. I mean, they're a half game out of leading their division, which, you know, we Oops. also may have a bit of a financial interest in. And Lord knows good the Trailblazers have let us down a little bit this year. But, uh, yeah, they've been good, man. They'll be all right. But, yeah, I
1: I want Joel, man. Yeah, I don't know why I, like, forgot him being in the East. I'm just – he'd be the center. But I don't know who you take out. I would be – I don't I take K Love out. I don't know. He's 20 and 10 guys
0: played more games, more minutes. I think he deserves it more than Embiid even though
1: Joel's on a minute restriction. Yo, I like Oh, I know he's fucking killing it if he didn't have that. I mean, like, like what the I, f- Honestly, honestly, I think Bulldog. that
0: I think that John Wall maybe could have been left off and Embiid should have been on
1: instead. Yeah, totally I was to. been down with that idea. I would have liked to have seen that. I man. Yeah, also, I Steve Kerr,
0: Steve Kerr is going to be the coach for the Western Conference, which means that Russ and Katie are not going to share the four with one another. So, how do you know? It's that's just what's going to go down, man. Steve Kerr is not going to throw his guy to the Wolves like that.
1: I want I want them on the court together and I want Russell to throw the hardest pass in the world at katie's chest
0: i want them to share the floor together and Russ to never pass it to katie once
1: except this mega crazy dragon ball z rocket fired ball through katie's chest okay
0: let's move on to our in and outs pj you start
1: so i've been saving this in and out this one i'm really in on but there's been other like more time relevant things dude i'm so in on the bachelor man you got me on it i'm fucking hooked you even said before the season because we're a sports podcast jump
0: shit jump ship on it
1: i was nervous after episode one but uh shout out we team vanessa strong baby uh (laughs) That Kur- Corinne, man, she's fucking insane. She's the craziest person ever. She is getting way
0: too much screen time right now, though. It's she getting a is little the annoying.
1: show. She is the show. Also, yeah, like because Nick's boring as shit. He is Nothing. boring as shit, man. Honestly, I if they did the show, they did the show. I keep
0: flip flopping on him, but I am not in a good place. If they with did Nick this right show now.
1: and like, they just told all the girls about like that there's this guy named Nick. They never actually went on dates, and it was just like all of them sitting in a room, just yelling at each other, and like, like he is just a vehicle to like cause these girls to make more drama. Yeah, um, exactly. So the reason I wanted to put it on this week, and I wanted to get this in, is that you know, I, I we haven't ta- I haven't talked to you about this yet, but uh, we have a big showdown that's going to come this week's episode of uh, Corinne versus uh, Taylor.
0: It's not going to even be that much of a showdown, man. We know who's coming out alive.
1: Yeah, Corinne, I mean, Corinne's going to... But that's what I mean, like, Taylor just... She's going to get murdered out there. She's... Damn. I like Taylor. She's going mean, No, she, I don't. So here's my
0: beef, is that... She has a made-up job title? Well, kind of, but... I, <laughs> it's more that... Okay, so all these girls have the, all this beef with Corinne, but when they have a chance to actually call her out for stuff... They don't like they don't really have anything. It's just that they're pissed off because Corinne is doing some kind of like she's being smart. Corinne's just like, I'm going to play to my sexuality here. I'm going to make a great first impression by Nick by. Yeah, just like being all over him in a bouncy castle. And he's obviously going to dig it because he's a horn dog and. It has worked perfectly thus far. Also, she made some great comments on napping this this past episode. Yeah. I'm not going to go. Too, Michael I'm Jordan gonna, napped. Hey, it's napped. It's relevant.
1: It's relevant to our, our the the NBA. She made an NBA comment. Michael Jordan napped.
0: But she, uh, but Taylor, she more than anyone had a chance to really rip into her and give her reason, but they don't have one. They just like think she's emotionally. Not ready to be a wife And they are so upset with it They're going to her Where they should be going to Nick and It's so dumb But yes, the show is unbelievable um, Less Nick, more the girls That'll make it better um, Yeah, I agree
1: Yeah, am I out To just circle back to our And you know what, Kinda, I think some of these Bachelor girls like They they do well in the Bulls locker room They, uh, they would, talk, what, talk what some shit they don't. They like just. Oh. They don't call anyone out. They're just kind of like fake as fuck. Um, they don't back up their talk. <sighs> Except for Corinne, Bulls could use like a team full of Corines. Be the best team in the league. Um. But yeah, my out is uh, Gar, big old fat faced, f- forehead f- Gar Foreman. Uh, out on him. I think that dude sucks. I think he screwed over Fred. I hate him and his stupid, fat, f- flat forehead. And um, <laughs> I think I said this, and I'm going to just put it on the record here. Like, if at any point Fred Hoiberg gets fired and Gar Foreman isn't walking out with him, I can't be held responsible for my actions.
0: Yeah, I'm not looking forward. Look, I think Fred's going to be all right, at least I in think the so short too. term. But the, they financially, you know.
1: can't. They, they like financially, I, yeah, I don't think they're ready to just, like, let that dude walk and not, and like, pay him and not get anything back. Yeah,
0: I don't think so either.
1: But uh, my end this week is the
0: Minnesota Timberwolves officially purchased the Iowa Energy D League basketball team, which uh, the only D League game I've ever been to was the Iowa Energy, located in Des Moines. PJ and I both went to school there. Uh, and I didn't really know that. that. Yeah, they, they purchased That's Iowa Energy, cool. which is awesome. So I'm, uh, you know, I'm not sure if that's really gonna have much of an implication on their NBA squad or not, but the fact that that's their affiliated team is like really cool because I
1: have seen them before and it's, uh, yeah, just been kind of just kind of a homer in. that makes sense. Yeah, that's a good. It's only three hours away. That's a good, good move by the T Wolves.
0: But then my out is uh, is actually the Sunday today. Yeah, today. You're you're out Uh, on the day we're recording. Yeah, exactly. I'm out on it. So tomorrow, so
1: yesterday, for you that are listening to this on Monday. Yesterday.
0: (laughs) Yesterday. We're out on yesterday. I'm out because I I think the Pro Bowl sucks.
1: It's always Um, sucked.
0: And I get why they want to give both of the AFC and NFC championship winning teams a week before they play in the Super Bowl. But, like, can the NFL find something to draw our interest in on this day? Like, give us something. Give us... Like some kind of good, like cool preview into the Super Bowl. Like, I, I figure something out. Um, a consolation
1: just, game. Yeah, they should so, just have the.
0: Hey, that's a good idea. I don't know how they could get the teams to actually get up for it, but like, if you play you do, for third place,
1: or you um, do like a flag football thing, and I don't know what the prize would be, but maybe you, you uh oh, I know it could be like. Teams that are trying to host the next Super Bowl, whatever the Super Bowl is up. Like, they pick four teams and they do some sort of competition like that. Do you know what I
0: like, actually, is your your consolation game, but then every player and coach on the winning team gets a million dollars. Ooh. So that's how you get everyone up for it. You get a million bucks. Ooh. So, I mean, that's like $75 million, but I have no idea how much they would make on the revenue from getting people to go to the game and television revenue, but I guess they'd come out close to even. I
1: don't think you'd give them all a million. I think you'd give them, like, yeah, some sort of bonus. Half a million? Maybe? I don't know.
0: Either way, give us something on this Sunday. I'm definitely out on it. But let's, let's wrap up quick here, PJ. And before we wrap up, I do want to bring up someone that made a serious comeback this week. Somebody's back. We talked about him a little bit earlier this podcast, but not keep
1: asking if I'm back. And I haven't really had an answer. But now yeah, I'm thinking I'm back. Yo who's back? You know who's back? You know who A little advertisement there. (laughs) (laughs) You know who's back? Yo who's motherfucking back? Subtweeting LeBron Ultra is the John Wick who's back person of the week. I'm thinking Subtweeting LeBron's back. Do you like Subtweeting LeBron? LeBron. I love it. It's so fucking stupid. It's so awesome. It's the. Oh, it's awesome. Yeah, dude. It's so funny. This one was like. So, like, this thing is like. The thing I find funny about this was him just, like, kind of sort of laying the groundwork to be like, you know, maybe we're not. Like, just if they were to lose to the Warriors, be like, well, it did say in January, you know, we needed more talent you know but the fact that he was like i know like (laughs) it's it's the the line at the end where he's just like i just feel we need to improve in order to repeat yeah if 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 that's that's what what we we want to do if that's if that's what we're here to do i don't know like that's what i'm here to do is that what you're here to do you know if we're still about winning championships we probably need to add someone yeah, man, which I, I would. I
0: just don't know what they can even do. Like, does he understand that they're so far in the luxury tax they really can't <laughs> sign anyone? Like, wh- if someone gets, if players get bought out and leave their team, they may be able to pick up a Darren Williams or Jameer Nelson or someone like this. But like, there's nothing they can really do. They're handcuffed. But yeah, I do love me some sub LeBron. He's, he's the, best the best at this. He is in the hall. He's gonna be in the hall of, Hall of Fame. Uh, not at, only in the NBA Hall of Fame, but in the.
1: I just want to know. Uh, do you think he brings back zero dark whatever? <laughs> zero dark third. I don't think Doesn't... we're.
0: I don't think we're at that point yet. I mean, they're still number one in the East, and they're still they're gonna be fine. If this is gonna blow over, and it's gonna be nothing. But maybe they'll make another move. We'll see.
1: Mm. Mm. I like it. I want more. I love just pettiness in the NBA.
0: I don't think it's done. I think we're gonna get some more, but. Like I said, PJ, let's wrap up here, man. So uh, a few games this week. The Thunder play the Cavs today, and then they play the Spurs later this week. Um, but, yeah, I'm looking forward to hopefully the Bulls can turn it around and get a few Ws. The T-Wolves have been playing a little bit better lately. So if they play the Magic tomorrow, hopefully uh, get a few Ws here. But, uh, yeah, man, any, anything else you want to throw in before we close up shop?
1: No, just shout-out to our new segment, uh, Mike Mike Vick Dogfighting. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, all is well, well. We're all. <laughs>
0: I thought I was going to cut
1: that out. Yeah, we're going to cut that out. But if you, if you cut it out and people are wondering, we had a little, little tussle. Everyone's fine and sleeping now, as you probably hear them snoring. Uh, I can't hear yeah.
0: anything, but I assume that they're taking an nap since I haven't heard any dogs biting each <laughs> yeah. other or you the rest <laughs> of the podcast. But
1: yeah, everyone, check out our website. My vets wouldn't have done that.
0: <laughs> no kidding. Check out our website, thepointforwardmba.com. Follow us on Twitter at The Point Forward or uh, PJ and my Twitter handles at FoolishKilla, at UltraJacobs. Check us out on Facebook as well as Stitcher and iTunes. And please leave us a review if you like what we're doing. Um, but uh, mm-hmm. we Only would, if it's uh, a good review. Yeah, but don't leave us bad ones, preferably good ones. Uh, but, yeah, PJ, Uh We'll have to do another pile later this week or next weekend. But uh, nice talking to you, man.
1: Yeah. If any more Bulls stuff happens, I want to do one like that day because I'm like way more subdued today than I was on like Friday. If we had done one when we were talking like on Friday, it would just been like a lot of f bombs.
0: Well, I but. would say that that's probably dependent on what happens with the Bulls, but I'm open no. to it. Well, that's
1: what I mean. I don't think we're. I think Suicide Squad's just gonna really crank it up here. So, I hope not. I will, I think it's going to. So, but yeah, more to come, folks. We'll see. Well, thanks for listening, everyone. Thanks.